That's really my mantra is there is a solution to everything. As Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable. Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert, and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur, and author. Each week, I'll bring you a guest or a thought that will help you bust through your fears, connect to your soul, and get focused and clear so you can elevate your life, business, and relationships. We don't wait until we're ready for someone to tell us we're good enough. We take what we want and we anoint ourselves. Get ready to earn, own, and unapologetically rock your happiness every single day. Are you with me? Here we go. Welcome back to the show. It's time for another quickie because there's always time to fit in inspiration. And I love seeing where you guys are listening at. So thanks so much for always tagging and letting me know your biggest takeaway. Uh, because I get to talk about the things that you are actually interested in, <laughs> which is really what I want to be doing instead of just coming up with something off the top of my head. And once in a while, that happens too. And today, I want to talk about being addicted to solutions and creating a solution addiction, right? If we really start to look at our lives, we're either addicted to the solution or the positive, or we're addicted to the negative or the bitch session, right? So what I want you to think about is throughout your day, throughout your life, are you more in solution of the problems that are coming up? Or do you allow yourself to stay in the addiction of the drama, in the addiction of the bitch session, in the addiction of the complaints? And it's okay to realize that maybe you are a bit addicted to complaining, that you are talking about the problem to everybody, but the person who is actually giving you the problem. (laughs) My husband really called me out the other day and I was talking about something that kept occurring and in my life. And he was like, you know, if you keep talking to me about this, it's never going to get solved. You actually have to keep talking. You have to talk to the person. And I know that, but I was noticing that it was giving me a bit of a hit. Like it was giving me a bit of this dopamine hit that was negative. So we have to know that there are two ways to get attention, to get uh, attention through negativity and to get attention through solving problems, positivity and solutions. So just think about it right now. And I want you to look at your life and really to see which one that you are more of. And if you're more solution-based, that is freaking amazing. I want you to look a little deeper to see where maybe you still are getting a bit of that hit from the negative, the complaints, or really looking at something that has not been solved yet that you're putting off. And if you are somebody who is in the negative, awesome. That means that you have so much room to grow. You know, if you're somebody who's addicted to the negative and you're like, "Mm, my life's not going very great. What is the problem? And you're doing all the positive things, then we have a deeper problem, right? Then you have to be like, okay, well, we're going to have to do even more work. It's kind of like when you're negative and you realize your life is not going the way that you want and that you're addicted to those negative solutions you're going to have the most catastrophic growth and positive things happen in your life because you have so much low-hanging fruit that you can start solving. And you can look at where you're negative the most. I was just on a podcast with someone the other day 
And she pointed out something that I was talking about earlier. And it was, um, or talking about earlier in my career all of the time, which was you have anxiety and stress around the things you have no boundaries around or around the things you're avoiding. And a lot of times those things we are avoiding are tough conversations and we are avoiding them because they are tough and we're not sure how they're going to turn out. So a lot of people are like, well, I'm avoiding it because you know I, I don't know what it's going to turn out. I'm focusing on the fact that it could turn out really negatively. And it's like, why don't you focus on the, the idea that it could turn out positive, even in reframing the idea of what positivity means to you. Sometimes we're like, oh, I want to you know hold hands and skip off into the sunset. And that's our version of positive when positive might just be that you can now let go, forgive, cut that energetic cord, know where they stand for sure. And maybe where they stand is that they don't want to do business with you or they don't like you. And that's okay too. And you need to make peace with that instead of letting that loop stay open. And the problem is, is that we have so many open loops that all of your energy is being drained into those open loops. So an analogy I always use is think of your computer screen and how you're... Actually, let's think about your iPhone, right? You really have, when you have a ton of screens open, you're like, wait, why is my battery draining so quickly? And you're like, oh, that's right. I went to that site and I never closed it out and I'm still thinking about it. Oh, that's right. I went to this site and never closed it out. And then the back of my mind, it's actually still open and I'm thinking about it. Oh, that's right. I went to this site that was really, really like tough for me to look at, but I left it open, didn't do anything that I wanted to do on the site. I actually wanted to like complete the process and check out. And I never did, right? I just had decision fatigue. I left all these open loops and now it's draining my battery faster than I could possibly imagine because every single page is still up. How we need to start living our lives is to go to the page, look at it, figure out the solution, do the hard thing first and close out the page, then open the next page. Because a lot of you who are listening are women. We can do a few things at once usually, but I have to be honest, it's not the best time spent. You're probably not giving your energy in the most um, productive way possible when you do have these other windows open. How do we create an addiction to the solution? And what we need to start thinking about is what are we doing when we're leaking our energy, right? Looking at we're not actually getting things done and we're sick of feeling that way. We need to start looking at the pain points and amplifying them for a little bit and knowing that if we don't start creating an addiction to the solution, that our pain points are just going to get more and more painful and more and more challenging. And they're just going to start mounting on each other. And you absolutely are not going to be able to get to your goals in this way if you are addicted to the bitch sessions or the complaining or if you're just addicted to um, being distracted, right? If we're addicted to our vices and our distractions. So I want you to really look at where you're draining your energy. And what we're going to start doing there is we're going to start focusing on the problem first, especially if we can earlier in the day while you have more willpower. Because what happens is if you're saving a big problem towards the end of the day, it probably won't get done because our willpower is finite. So every day you wake up, I want you to picture somebody handing you a full glass of water and that is your willpower. And what happens is you wake up and then maybe if you scroll social media and you're doing things that don't give you more willpower because there are things that actually can increase that glass of water. So a lot of people wake up 
and they're not doing the things to increase the glass of water. So some people are waking up with only a quarter cup of water for willpower for the day because last night they had a bunch of drinks or last night they ate bad food or last night they scrolled on Instagram the whole time or last night they didn't make a plan for the day. So they're only waking up with that quarter cup and wondering why it comes to like three o'clock and they literally can't do anything else. So things that can increase your willpower are, and this is completely proven, uh, walking for over 15 to 20 minutes, drinking water, eating healthy, getting a full night's rest, staying positive. All of these things increase your willpower and who you're around. Uh, your environment can increase your willpower, a positive environment. And so what we want to do is we want to first wake up with that full glass of willpower so that we can focus on the solutions and do the hard things first. And so increasing that willpower is vital. So if you're like, man, I have no willpower. I used to have people tell me that I had willpower of steel. And I was like, no, no, I absolutely do not. There's kryptonite things that I that I can partake in that make me, you know, if I have a bunch of drinks the night before or a bunch of sugar, I will wake up and just be like ravenous and I'll be crabby and I won't be able to make these high impact positive decisions that I know I'm capable of making. So I want you to just take a minute to look at where can you increase your willpower so that you can wake up with more willpower every single day. And then from there, realize that your willpower is going to start being poured out throughout the day. So let's say that you you know, wake up and instead of reading, which could keep that glass of willpower level or increase it, that you are pouring it out if you are going on social media, right? You're pouring a little bit of that energy out. So now you have... Um, maybe you make a decision of your breakfast and you can do something healthy that could keep your level the same, or you can do something like have a bunch of sugary breakfast and you can pour a little bit more of that willpower out. Then maybe you allow some phone calls in that are negative that, you know, you wanted to make this decision early in the morning or face a problem, but instead you avoid it and you go and do something else. And maybe you call a friend and you have a bitch session or you talk to your mom and she's really negative and you took the phone call, even though you know that the phone call is going to be negative. And instead of putting it off until later saying, Hey mom, I have a lot of things that I'm going to be doing this morning. You take the phone call and you pour even more of your willpower out because you're frustrated with whatever that is. Not saying your mom is negative, saying this can represent any person who this might be that you know interrupts that flow in the morning. So what our day, what we should strive to look at if we want to be addicted to the solution is to look at the big things that are draining our energy the most and to, as Brian Tracy says, eat that frog first, right? Do the things that increase the willpower so that those decisions and those solutions that you're going to come up with feel easier. Because coming to something challenging with hardly any willpower, you've had decision fatigue all day. You're putting it at the end of the day. Guess what? You're going to put it off or you're not going to make a good decision or you're not going to do the thing and you're going to lean back into that you know, complaining or bitch session or avoidance, which is going to be really negative on your life. So directing more of your energy to the solution, like it's important to air what is going on in your life. It's important to look at the problem. It's important to acknowledge that maybe this person isn't being great or how this is affecting you. I'm not saying skip over it. I'm not saying bypass it. I'm saying look at it and don't stay. Like Get it all out, air it, but don't stay in the bitch session. Put more energy into the solution 
so that you are, you know, using that willpower, direct your energy immediately when you start to notice that you're kind of like, oh, I'm staying here. I'm staying here because now I've got this negative. We get dopamine hits from negative and positive, right? Now I'm staying here because I'm feeling a bit addicted to this negative dopamine hit. I'm feeling like, wow, I'm making myself feel better through the complaint. I'm noticing that I'm making myself feel better because I'm putting, I'm not taking ownership of how I showed up in this role, even though I can make everything look like it's them and it's their fault. And maybe it really feels that way, but it's not productive to stay there. So harder things take more effort. So you have to do all the things that you can to set yourself up to be addicted to the solution. Even if your new mantra is, I'm addicted to the solution. If that's your new mantra, you're not going to stay in that complaint session long and you're not going to stay in that place where you're just dwelling on what went wrong. You have to be so addicted to the solution that you actually get excited when things go wrong because you can find not saying you'll be excited, but you'll be okay with things going wrong because you'll be able to know that there is a solution to everything. That's really my mantra is there is a solution to everything. As Marie Forleo says, everything is figure outable. So sometimes you might have to make a solution appointment. Like if there's something on your mind or your plate that is really bothering you and you're like, once and for all, I need to figure out what to do. So you either make an appointment that by the end of that hour, you will have taken action, sent the email, made a new appointment for a phone call of a tough conversation that you have coming up, You know, ask somebody, hey, do you have some time? I really have a couple things that I want to work through with you. Make sure that's a really positive statement, positive email. You don't want to blindside people with like, hey, are you free right now? I have a tough conversation I want to talk to you about. Like, Make sure they have some time, that they're in a good place. But don't put this off for more than a week. Everything that you have to do right now that's been hard in your life, you can do in seven days, right? You can make an appointment within the next seven days. Trust me, it's not. you're not going to find a better time. There's not going to be a week where things are all going right. Within the next seven days, you should be able to make a solution appointment to solve that thing. Even if it's been a lifelong rift with your sibling, make an appointment for a phone call. As long as they're available and they're not on vacation and they're not maybe struggling with an illness in their family or something like that. But sometimes even then, if it's something that you know is going to be long-term, you might need to deal with whatever it is that continues to come up because it's a leak for you. You'll never be able to make these tough decisions if you're not starting to focus on the places where you have open loops and where you're leaking your energy. So let's get clean, right? Let's clean that up. Let's feel clear. Let's not carry that baggage around. Let's not carry that elephant on our chest every single day. You guys, some of you are trying to do epic shit in your life and you have an elephant on your chest every day and your mind is just like you're in the depths of hell. Do you know why I know this? Is because I did this for so long and you do one thing at a time. I'm not saying go face all of your fears and your toughest conversations in a week. I'm saying do one thing at a time. Do one big thing this week. Do one big thing next week and you'll start to find that you grow that muscle. It doesn't feel as scary. You're almost like addicted to it because you're like, whoa, I didn't realize what I was tolerating and how free I feel on the other side. So you almost start getting this crazy addiction to the solution and getting this weight off that you've carried your entire life. So I urge you, I 
beg you to start doing this because a life of freedom and all your goals and peace of mind is on the other side. I'm not, it, it's going to be hard. You're going to go through turbulent times. You might have a year where you're like, Lori, this is real effed up. You said that this would get better and it only got worse in the beginning. Yeah, that's how it works sometimes. Sometimes you have a tough conversation and that person goes and tells a million people a lie about you and they gossip about you and it makes your life way worse for a while and you just go through and you t- take the higher road and you t- you know you use the upper hand and you just you literally let it be and face all things with love and you say really pr- like deep and crazy uh prayers where you're crying the whole time and you're crying for peace and asking why in the world this person is treating you this way and letting it be okay that they can't see that you came from a good place and that your intentions were pure and that's another thing you guys as long as your intentions are clean and you're like you know doing the best that you can and trying to figure out a solution from a place of love if it's not working for you then you're okay. And even if shit goes sideways for the first year in that relationship, just know that it's going to get figured out. And it's going to be a place where even if... you know, I, I have someone in my life right now that I haven't spoken to them for like four years and, and that's okay. And I'm sure that this person does not like me, but I'm at peace with it. And I just feel totally fine about it because... I came at it with love and it was not a good relationship for my life. And that's okay if they're not okay with me because I pray about it and I pray all the love and healing and energy to this person. I pray for the very best in this person's life, even though I felt completely wronged. And I will say that I feel peace around it. Like it's all right that it's not all right over there because God has put peace in my heart around it because I've prayed enough come with enough intention of love and I send them love every single day and wish the best for this person. Okay, not every single day, but when they pop up in my mind and a little bit of like anger comes um, or someone reminds me of something, I'm like, all right, send them love, wish them the best, the ultimate best because you can only receive in your life what you wish upon your worst enemy. I really want you to think about that. You can only receive in your life what you wish upon your worst enemy. So you guys, that's going to... And that takes work. That's not just going to happen overnight. So um, sending you guys so much love. And until next time, earn your happy. Bye, everyone. Thank you guys so much for spending this time with me on the Earn Your Happy podcast. I am so glad that you stopped by. If you could take one second to share this episode with someone you think would love it, that would be absolutely amazing and we would be forever grateful. Also, please leave us a review if you feel so moved by going to iTunes and leaving us an honest thought, an honest comment. Tell us what you think. Tell us what you want to hear more of. It would really help us out on our journey to helping thousands and thousands of people. Until then, don't forget to earn your happy. Thanks again, guys. Bye-bye. Hey, all I'm so excited to share with you, Earn Your Happy is now part of Growth Day Podcast Network. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world and support shows and brands that we truly believe in. And one of my friends is also on the network, and I'd love for you to go subscribe to his show. You guys, Trent Shelton has the most incredible podcast. It's called Straight Up with Trent Shelton, and it's going to remind you that you are built for this. I have heard Trent speak in person multiple times. I've listened to his podcast a ton. He's coming on the show and I literally cannot wait because this man just spits straight 
fire. It is like truth that goes to your core and makes you take action right away. If you want one of those podcasts that when you're just out on a walk, you can't help but want to start running and run through a wall in your life, this is the show to go listen to. So you guys make sure that you go subscribe to the show straight up with Trent Shelton. You're going to love it. Hey, I know if you're listening to this podcast that you have big dreams and big goals. And one of the things that can really stop you is struggling with your marketing. Trust me, I have been there. Are you using 10 different systems just to build your online business? Then I want you to try Kajabi. Kajabi helps you build your web pages, set up funnels, and sell your courses, content, coaching, or communities. You've been hearing me talk a lot about funnels on this podcast and the importance of your email list. You can get a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. I've talked about Kajabi before, but here's something that's super cool and new. They just rolled out an AI assistant for creating your online course curriculum. And this means you just type in a topic that you want to create on a course or webinar and bam, it's just generates a sample outline for you. It takes a ton of the hard work away. Of course, you're going to customize it to be your own, but this really helps you get over the struggle of how in the world to start which is where most people stop. If you're like me, starting is always the hardest part and that's what makes Kajabi so popular. They've made it easier for creators to build web pages, build courses, build coaching programs, build membership sites, build checkout pages and build email funnels. So if you're struggling with any of those, you got to go check it out. Go to kajabi.com. Kajabi was really the first all-in-one system and is trusted by over 100,000 creators. I think that's good enough for me. Also as influencers and marketers who use this. And now their smart AI platform makes it easy to take what you know and turn it into an online course and business. Go start building with a free trial at kajabi.com. That's K-A-J-A-B-I.com. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And I want to make sure that you have my phone number and I'm not kidding. Did you know that I have a community text number for real? My phone number is 310-496-8363. This goes directly to my phone. All you have to do is text the word daily to 310-496-8363. And I literally text you every single day, Monday through Friday, I actually just got done 30 seconds ago texting a bunch of people back and I talk to you all of the time. You guys, people always ask me how I got my community text number and how it works. Well, all you have to do is you can just go to community.com and get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using text. People just text you at your number and they're added to your group. Then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. You guys, I text out happy birthday videos. I love to send podcast links, thoughts about life, book recommendations, uh, different events that I'm doing in the local area. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly into your hand. And now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your phone number. They give you a 10 digit real phone number, not those weird short codes that look like spam, but it's more than a phone 
phone number. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS and texting. This means you can actually manage your text list from your computer and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts to send at certain times and to certain groups. You can even set up auto replies or let your assistant or customer service team answer your text messages via community's awesome dashboard. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for that. So go check them out at community.com. I can tell you it's not just great for communicating with my audience, but Chris and I use community and our texts to also sell out our launches. I'm telling you, you get such an incredible response because you really are creating a true deep sense of community and it's so intimate. It's freaking amazing. Go check it out at community.com.